Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hello, my friends. It's time to begin the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We pop to the top because it's the way that we slay the show designed with our listeners in mind. This is Tanisha Baker. And as always, I'm excited to be the host of Talking with T. Today is November 20th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, former Vice President Joe Biden, rapper Future, model Bo Derek, and gymnast Dominique Dawes. On this date in history, Garrett Morgan, African-American inventor, received a patent for the traffic signal. This is also the date in 1865 when Howard University was founded. This week on Thursday... Many people will celebrate Thanksgiving. This day is set aside for us to join our friends and family for food, fun, and fellowship. It is also the day that we are intentional about acknowledging our blessings and expressing our thankfulness. The theme this month has been Attitude of Gratitude, and this is day eight of sharing those things for which we are grateful. Continue each day to think about what you do have instead of what you don't. Count your blessings instead of your burdens, and that will contribute to an attitude of gratitude. Also, be mindful of those less fortunate than you. If you can extend an act of kindness or charity to someone in need, that is another way to express your gratitude. For today's happy highlight, we want to celebrate 16-year-old Darius Washington out of Louisiana who scored a perfect 36 on the ACT. His advice to other students is to manage your time and answer all the questions. He also says don't stress too much before the test or you'll burn out before you take it. Darius plans to attend the University of Louisiana and major in computer science. And while we are on the topic of amazing teens, let's meet today's T's top teen, Grace Stanley, a gifted 15-year-old freshman attending West Florida High School in Pensacola, Florida. At West Florida, Grace majors in biomedical sciences and plans to become an obstetrician. She was a member of the freshman volleyball team and was selected as the team's most inspirational member. Grace was elected freshman student body representative by her peers and is a member of the International Thespian Society and Drama Club. This multi-talented young lady has several published articles in newspapers and magazines and is co-author of The Worst First Day, Desegregating Central High with Elizabeth Eckford, member of the Little Rock Nine and her mother, Dr. Eurydice S. Stanley. The book shares Elizabeth's challenges as an African-American student desegregating Central High School in 1957 and has a strong message against racism, discrimination, and bullying. The book will be available on Amazon in December 2017. Grace is also a budding entrepreneur. She is CEO of Missing Petals, a division of the Transition Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to raising awareness about human trafficking until every child comes home. 
Grace has received many prestigious awards to include the White House Presidential Award of Merit from President Obama for academic excellence in 2014. She was also the 2015 NAACP Gloucester P. Current Youth Leadership Award recipient, which is the organization's highest national youth leadership award for her outstanding community leadership and academic excellence. Grace is currently the 2017 Orlando Regional Miss Cinderella team title holder. To be honest, this is just the top of the iceberg for this amazingly talented young woman and future leader. To find out more about Grace, visit www.talkingwitht.com and look under T's Top Teens. Help me celebrate and congratulate today's top teen, Grace A. Stanley. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear this week's tip from Tarika. Hello, this week's tip is don't unload all your problems and issues off on people. When someone asks you how you're doing, sometimes it's just a figure of speech. They don't really want to hear everything about you. They really don't. I mean, people stand there and listen just out of just, you know, pure respect sometimes or, you know, but most of the time, a large percentage of people, it's just in passing, it's just in conversation. And it is a small amount of people who do care, depending on who you're talking to. Somebody in your family you're talking to or uh, one of your close friends, may, maybe, maybe that, that that percentage is very small too. And, and then there's a small percentage of people who are just being nosy. So you, those are the three things. You have people being nosy, a small percentage of those. You have a small percentage of people who really might actually care, but the larger percentage don't care. It's just a figure of speech. How you doing? That's what you say. Fine, and keep it pushing. Don't nobody want nobody to be unloading all of their issues, and especially if you're in passing, or if you, or if you just see them in the store, or or going past them, you know, on the job. Nobody don't want to hear all of that. People need to respect people's time and don't unload all of that. Wait, there may be somebody in your life who want to hear that. But everybody don't. And that's the tip of the week. And I've been talking with T. Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover today's Monday Minute Quick Bits. We want to congratulate Serena Williams on her recent wed to her beau and baby's father, Alexis Ohanian. Former Knotts County school bus driver has been indicted for child pornography. This is right here in my hometown, and I continue to be wary of the people we have in front of our children. Reverend Jesse Jackson discloses he has Parkinson's disease. A new study finds that 4.2 million kids experience homelessness each year. Accusations of sexual misconduct are still trending in the news, and I was wondering when the media would land on Donald Trump. And recently they did, reminding us of more than a dozen women who have accused Donald Trump of some sort of sexual harassment or misconduct. Department of Homeland Security official Reverend Jamie Johnson has resigned after recordings from 2008 surfaced, airing comments that were derogatory toward African-Americans, calling them lazy and promiscuous, among other things. 
New Orleans has elected former city councilwoman Latoya Cantrell as the city's first black mayor. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while with Trending News featuring Professor Jay and P.I. Pam. Well, I'm happy this week to have both Professor Jay and P.I. Pam together again as we review trending news. So I'm going to start with this week, another shooting spree was reported from California. This past Tuesday, a guy went on a shooting spree that killed four and injured 10 others. And after being chased by the police, the gunman was eventually killed. The gunman had a few domestic violence charges as well as assault. And the shootings took place in seven different locations, including the elementary school. Sadly, of course, Jay's President Trump extended his message through Twitter, which was obviously a cut and paste. Hashtag not, not my president, but go ahead. Okay. So he, he tweeted a message that was obviously a cut and paste from another incident, and he forgot to change the location. But as expected, of course, he was slammed for this mistake. Well, according to CNN, the drug convictions of 15 men in Chicago have been thrown out after they claim they were framed years earlier by a police sergeant who actually went to prison for a related crime and his team of officers. The dismissal of charges against the men who together had 18 convictions is believed to be the first ever mass exoneration in Cook County, which is the nation's second most populous county. In these cases, we concluded, unfortunately, the police were not being truthful and we couldn't have confidence in the integrity of their reports and their testimony. And so, in good conscience, we could not see these convictions stand. Mark Roder of the Cook County Conviction Integrity Unit said all of that in a news conference. So, although these men wasted a portion of their lives in jail, I guess we can be glad that they have found some sort of justice and have been exonerating, but we know that life after returning from prison is a difficult transition, and I hope these men are provided some support. You know, we hear these stories, and while there are many criminals deserving of prison time, we have to be cautious of wrongful conviction, and this is why we expect thorough investigations when charges are filed. And then you have to think about these guys and these convictions in an entirely different way, because that was evidence that it was indeed the police that framed them. Yeah, our good old judicial system is, is messed up, really. What you said. Well, you know, I mean, I think they have a tendency to believe the police, who I want, like to think, for the most part, file incidents as they see them. I mean, I wouldn't go around. I mean, this is a whole team of police that have framed these guys. 18 convictions, that's that's a lot. It's scary, yeah, that, too. Yeah, because you think those were just caught. Just think of all the others that have, you know, been wrongfully convicted that are still sitting in prison, you know, trying to tell people that, look here, I'm telling the truth. That officer is lying on me, and they just don't care to research it. And, you know, they, like you said, they think that the police are correct because they're there to protect and serve, but... That's not always the case. 
though, and I guess over the past decade or so, we've seen that more and more. Well, along those lines, now talking about bad luck, there was this guy, Lindo Jones, out of Texas, who was shot by the police after they responded to a car break-in. Turns out the car was his own, and he had accidentally set off the alarm. I don't know how the incident escalated. He was unarmed at the time, but he was shot. Then, to make matters worse, he got fired from his job because of the incident, and now he has no medical insurance to cover his mounting hospital bills. I'm thinking maybe they should be paying his hospital bills. I don't know how that works. You know, that would have been too much like right. Exactly. And how do you lose your job and you got shot? Right. So I guess while they were investigating or all of this went on, he called his job and they told him he was no longer employed there. Wow. Crucial. Well, tell you what, the Crazy Chronicles is on fleek today because our first crazy story is about a family in Chattanooga, Tennessee, not far from us, who visited the funeral home to say their last goodbyes, only to discover the man in the casket was the wrong guy. He even had the clothes the family had picked out on the wrong person. And so they had to switch that to the correct body. And I'm thinking, it's already a sad time. And you pulling yourself together to go grieve and say your final goodbyes and you look in the casket and it's the wrong person. Mm-mm. Right. And the, and the other family, did they have hit their, their member's body in their casket? I have no idea. I'm just thinking they got to be more careful. Now, I know they say we all look alike, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, also in the Crazy Chronicles, the Huffington Post shared that a man from Wyoming claims to be from the year 2048, and he's been sent back to Wait, warn man. us. Stop, of- stop, 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 stop. <laughs> what year? 2048-2048. He's here from the year 2048, and he's been sent that's back whole- to warn us. Huh? That's a whole 31 years from now. Uh, yes, oh. and he's, he, well, I'm trying to tell you he's been sent back to warn us of the pendant invasion by extraterrestrials. Now, of course, he's been transported to jail for public intoxication. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but he isn't the only crazy one because Julio Rodriguez from Phoenix was released from jail. And on that same day, he was found at the rail yard trying to steal a train. I'm talking about a whole train, a locomotive. He, they said he was in the train. <laughs> pushing buttons, he was pulling levers. They said he was one pedal away from getting that train moving. He tried to get, he tried to steal Norfolk Southern. <laughs> yes, I did. Norfolk Southern. Don't you tell oh. me. Norfolk Southern. Wait a minute. Okay. Is that sensitive? Oh. Sensitive person? Okay. You, you oh. know my daddy worked for Norfolk Southern. Wait a minute. No. Oh. <laughs> Where, does your daddy work security? Because now, I mean, I know people try no, to see him still. He's retired. So, you know, oh. I shared this story with him. I'm sure he's going to laugh. Well, finally, right here in our neck of the woods, a man at First United Methodist Church in Teleco Plains was in the church with some others discussing the recent church shootings. And, you know, I guess he was letting them know that he had a gun. And he was saying that it wasn't loaded as he showed it to him. But then, 
He pulled the trigger to show him it wasn't loaded and accidentally shot himself and his wife. See, that was a spirit of deception. He <laughs> thought it wasn't loaded, but it was. But to rob, exactly. You know, you can't you can't come in these churches talking cash crap these days. Now, you know, the auto bears and security ministry will get you right together. You know, it seemed like they were having just a casual conversation after church about the recent church shootings, and I guess he was trying to let them know he was prepared. Clearly, he's not because he shot his wife. I know she probably was sitting in the hospital like you fool you. <laughs> you old fish eye fool. <laughs> fish eye. Come on, In my extra voice. You done sat there trying to show off this gun. You done shot me? Really? Mm-hmm. But there wasn't, no, there wasn't no youngsters either. Right. I can hear him like, yeah, I got my gun over here, and I'm going to pull it out and show y'all how it works. <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget, he told him it wasn't loaded, so nobody had anything to worry about. In my head, all I see is, you remember on Hall of Night when they were chasing them and that little, that little gun and popping <laughs> everybody? All yeah. I see is he, that gun is going off and they coming out and everybody just laid out. Just crazy. <laughs> you know what? It is crazy. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure we should be laughing, but it is. I mean... But uh, that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. The annual day after Thanksgiving Old School Party will be held at the Ebony Lounge on Friday, November 24th, beginning at 9 p.m. The Knoxville Poetry Slam will be November 21st at Open Court. Santa has landed at Westtown Mall to take pictures through December 24th. To find out more about these events and others in the Knoxville, Tennessee area, visit www.thevillageofknox.com. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts or opinions on topics or issues, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865 865- Four zero nine one one seven zero. Again, that's eight six five four zero nine eleven seventy. And I look forward to hearing from you. Make note: I'm still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking with T, we would love to help you promote your business. Once again, we've come to the end, but don't forget, help me celebrate Hometown Heroes and T's Top Teens by sending me a message on social media or visiting www.talkingwitht.com to nominate good people doing good things. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. Pick your pleasure by listening on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. Remember where you heard the word 
Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with T.